0: Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariam Petrucci
1: and Scott Jans.
0: This is episode 109. Let's talk about this. On this episode, we share, discuss, and try to make sense of a senseless tragedy which occurred on the Appalachian Trail last week that took the life of Army veteran Ronald S. Sanchez Jr. We're going to be honest and open about our own feelings on this, though more importantly, how all of us in our hiking community can move forward and continue to trust the trail. Join in on this discussion. There is a post dedicated to this topic on our Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash group forward slash trust the trail podcast.
1: So let's get into this. Uh, first of all, Ariane and I are uh, recording this separately. Um, I am in, on the farm in the Airstream in Milton, and Ariane is in Atlanta. So um, we are separate. Um, I think the first thing to kind of talk about is not what happened, but why it happened. And um, I want to thank um, my hiking friend Dylan, who I uh, talked to today. He's on the trail and manages a hostel and is very close to what happened um, last week um, with James Jordan. And um, I really appreciate him talking to me, and uh, we both had a really good conversation today. And um, and wanted to share our thoughts um, about what happened. Um, it was a uh, a senseless occurrence that happened on the trail, on the Appalachian Trail, but it it wasn't all about the Appalachian Trail. Um, it clearly had more to do with mental illness and our inability in this country to be able to take care of, whether it's resources or changing some of the laws that we have on the books, to address issues where we there's an obvious mental illness issue, as in this case, and we're going to talk about that on this podcast, what to do about it. So for people that have not heard this story and cause we have people listening from all over the world, really. And thank you, by the way, um, there was a uh, attack on the Appalachian trail last week with a, a person who had been arrested a month previously by, um, by making threats to hikers that were on the Appalachian trail. Uh, That person was ultimately arrested and charged, uh, but was let go. The, um, for whatever reason, uh, the people that he had confronted, uh, did not press charges. And, you know, I probably wouldn't have either. Um, They wanted to get their hike on and, um, because there was nowhere to put him, there was nowhere to go, the laws of this country, state, municipality, counties, they, they had to let him go. Um, another hiker intervened, uh, knowing that uh, he was a bit unstable, um, seemed to be obsessing about the Appalachian Trail. And uh, tried to help him um, by getting him a bus ticket, getting him a, a motel room, trying to make sure that he was safe and away from the trail, um, and to his efforts um, that that did not happen because Mr. Jordan found himself back on the trail so we see this every day in our uh, parks, our communities, our neighborhoods, our cities, our counties, and our schools. Uh, and we're all too familiar with it. Everybody has come across somebody on the street that is suffering from mental illness. And we normally um, do not confront that person and we walk away. Uh, Ariane and I live in Atlanta, Georgia. We don't live in the outskirts of Atlanta. We live right smack in the city. And we see people shouting at themselves. Um, I don't even know what they're saying half the time, but they're passionate about whatever they're thinking about. We see this all the time, all the time, sometimes six, seven, 10 times a day. Uh, when we're in downtown. Uh, I think this happens across our country in just about every metropolitan city, and I'm sure it happens in uh, a lot of different small towns too. I mean, you've got that one person who's screaming or yelling at themselves all the time. and Normally, we walk away. We just c- don't confront that person, and we just walk away. And that's apparently what uh, these hikers tried to do on the trail. Um, unfortunately whatever uh mr jordan was suffering from uh, he was angry enough to uh, pull out a weapon and assault the hikers i'm not going to go into the details about that it's all over the internet if you want to look at you know read about it there's plenty of stories out there and you can read it uh, read about it at your own at your own time it's pointless to rehash everything again um so as i was talking to my friend dylan today we talked a lot about you know this this happened so much all over um i think the reason why it's making a little bit of a bigger buzz because it happened where we thought um our sanctuary was <laughs> you know we thought that this was our place of peace and um you know it was the Appalachian Trail this is why we're on it so we can um try to um, connect with nature connect with other people connect with ourselves and we go out there for a various number of reasons um for um you know, for Ronald Sanchez, it was to it was it was a healing process for him, and we've all been there. We, we that's why we're on the trail. So, um, we don't expect that kind of thing to happen on the on the Appalachian Trail, um, but it happens all over, all the time, everywhere, and so it made a much bigger um story because it happened on the Appalachian Trail I don't think it was about the Appalachian Trail 100% a portion of it was but um it happened on the Appalachian Trail and um you know there's a lot of fear out there and so that's what we kind of want to talk about we want to talk about really you know how to move uh forward and um and what we're going to do to put this behind us and to do what we were meant to do, as far as you know, backpackers and hikers and people that want to experience freedom and get out of the the rat race and and go. Um. So uh, that's what that's what we're going to talk about, I guess. Um. You know, I guess what we really want to share with you guys is that um and i've already gotten emails messages (laughs) texts about well you know how do we trust the trail now well you trust the trail exactly the same way you did before the event happened um because we are not going to live In fear. Um, Because if we do, we're not going to accomplish anything in our lives, let alone hiking 14 states, 2,100 miles um, on a long distance through hike. Um, When we see this in our communities all the time, we don't say, oh my God, you know, there's a mental illness patient or person. Um, I'm going to go back home. No, we, we go about our business and that's exactly what we should do now is go about our business.
0: Well, I think we've been desensitized to it in our everyday lives, um, because it's so prevalent. Um, it's part of our, it's, 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 it's part of our culture these days. Um, but we think the trail, uh, the the trail's protected uh, from that, and you know, in most cases, this is people's worst fear, and so the fear builds, builds to this cautionary tale, you know, and and everybody has heard it.
1: Yeah, Mira, I think you're, you know, you're exactly right. It's. Um, you know, we we have this, um, and, and rightly so, by the way, you know, we have this expectation that, you know, um, that this couldn't possibly happen on the trail. But in reality, it happens all around us every day. And we don't let it stop us from what we're doing. So um, I think the bigger... You know, the bigger uh, issue here is that, um, you know, as a society, as citizens of the United States, we're going to have to take a hard look at what we do when someone suffers from mental illness. You know, as a caregiver uh, for my mom who suffered from, you know, Parkinson's, but she had dementia, for five years. And it seemed like every month we were going through something, some other obsession that she had uh, because, you know, she couldn't really, you know, think correctly all the time. Um, You know, I'll never forget the time that, you know, she thought her and I were married. And so, you know, it's, you know, how, you know, what do you do other than, you know, just make sure people are safe and in this case, um, and I'm not gonna mention names, because I, I think it's irrelevant, quite frankly. Um, he's a great guy. Um, everybody knows him in the AT community. Um, but you know, he, he really did um, do his best to reach out and um, not only help this individual, but... Um, support his community. Support his trail community, a- yeah. absolutely. And, uh, you know, through his efforts, it was clear to him that this person um, was not right and had made a few statements about um, medication and um, family members. Um, And, you know, it, it was very clear to him. So what do we you know what do we do now what what are the steps forward now that we that we we take um well I, the fir- the very first thing is that you know we stop and pause and reflect and um you know think about you know the uh the four hikers that were involved two of them specifically one that was injured and one that lost their lives. and um you know, we we just wish their family and and we support, you know, their their loss, um, the best way we can. Um, in my opinion, and I think you know, Ariane and I talked a lot about this. Um, the best way to honor Mister Sanchez's um, memory is to put one foot forward and finish the damn trail because that's what he would have done. And that's what he was attempting to do to heal. So for those who are hurting right now, and for those that are a little bit fearful to hike the trail, um, I hear you. We hear you totally understandable. Um, it's a real emotion, um, but it's also a little bit of a lie sometimes um, that we um, that we let kind of sink sink into our psyche and next thing you know, it's kind of taken over and um, we we don't want you, and I know Ariane and I will not let fear um, dictate us and let fear stop us from, um, doing what we want to do as far as backpacking or hiking. Um, and I, and I, I think we, we take one step forward. Is it hard to take a step forward sometimes? Yeah, but it gets easier and easier and easier as you do it. And I think, um, I think that's what they would want. Um, I think that's what we all do. Um, You know, Miss Janet uh, had written something about, you know, that the Appalachian Trail lost a little bit of its innocence. Well, maybe. Um, I'm not so sure it was all that innocent in the beginning. Uh, It certainly has had its problems in the past. We've all moved on from it. uh, Because, the 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 dream of uh of going out and hiking it whether it's a day hike whether it's a weekend hike whether it's a week hike a section hike or a long distance hike that the magic of the appalachian trail isn't going anywhere it's still there the community is still there the trail is still there um nothing has changed um maybe we have changed as a society or culture but the trail hasn't changed the community hasn't really changed so um i think our message is just to um like take a moment breathe uh admit that you know maybe your fear or anger or you know you're pissed off i think that's okay but then to say, you know, let's well, you know let's keep on let's keep on trucking, let's keep on going and just put that one foot in front of the other. I mean, Ariana, would you would you still backpack alone on the AT? So
0: I've seen a lot of commentary um, on a lot of different social media platforms that continues to say the trail is safe. The trail is safe. It is safe. And, you know, um and I have mixed emotions about the wording of that from a personal standpoint. Um but I but I also understand where that message is going for the public, um, for the hiking community, for those that are you know, it, it, allowing, you know, the, the worst case scenario or the biggest concerns or, you know, this is what everybody has warned me about, uh, to to kind of dictate their thoughts on moving forward with a dream or moving forward with feeling um, about somebody that they know hiking the trail. Um and so I, I I do understand the trail is safe motto um, the The reality is is that the trail is not protected from everything that we experience out out in the world the The, the trail for most of us is is a place of escape, um, and I think so in our minds, we allow it to feel as though it's an escape from from essentially everything that we try to walk away from Um, and that's a bigger topic one that I'm not going to get into Uh, sticking to the subject at hand yes you are going to you're gonna encounter sketchy people you're going to encounter things that make you uncomfortable I've encountered, uh, several scenarios, one in particular that really stands out that had me very cautious with moving forward, um, at that moment. Um, it's a reality, it exists, but it's also our responsibility. It doesn't, you know, it, to be, to be aware, to be diligent, um, and, and to be intelligent about, uh, being out on the trail. No different than if you were to walk from your parking lot in the grocery store you're, at late at night, you know, you're, you're probably going to park underneath a, you know, a, a street lamp, that kind of thing. So, I, you know, it, there's, it, there's a thing to be said for like street smarts, trail smarts. Um, but it, I also look at these scenarios as they are so Rare, they're they're rare, but they feel more impactful because your day to day routine isn't cluttered with the enormity of all the other things to distract you from it. Uh, so there's a little bit more emphasis, I would say, placed on moments like this. Um, if I'm making sense,
1: no, you're making you're making perfect sense. You're making and, perfect sense.
0: And and I and I think that. You know, nobody talks about, the the negative is what makes news. It's what makes the headlines. It's, um, you know, in in this case, it it does impact us. You know, somebody has lost their life in this case, and worst case scenario, it's been a long time since that's happened, specifically on the Appalachian Trail. Um, It's not a regular occurrence, but you will... And there will be times where you encounter situations that has, I've been involved in several that I was not, I, I was, I was nervous about, but never did that once. Particularly uh, from my standpoint, being a solo female backpacker. Um, it, it, it wasn't a fear up front but I also didn't allow those occurrences to control my mental game about how I felt about hiking by myself. Um, One instance I did linger and wait for another backpacker to catch up with me because I sensed something uncomfortable. So I, I, I did allow myself safety numbers at one point. And honestly, I wouldn't let it, I wouldn't have let it affect me, and and I know there might be a difference to some of our listeners who say, "Well, Ariane, you may you're much more experienced. You know, you're you've been out there, you've done it, you've been by yourself." And, and I can understand the argument, but I also i I think and I think incidences that are very isolated as this aren't enough to aren't enough to uh, uh, formulate this, this grand gesture of fear. Um, And, and to just move forward with what's really your, your desire. Um,
1: Well, you know, the thing is, what's the alternative? That's true. You know, like, (laughs) If if you're if you're if you want to connect with nature and you have the desire, you know most people that hike um, the Appalachian Trail because it's 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 an iconic trail. Um, you know the first time, the first time I stood on the Appalachian Trail for the first time, I was in awe. I couldn't even be, you know I couldn't believe I was on it everything's there's, red, everything I've it, that led up to that, you know, it's so magical and blah, 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 rightly so. <laughs> I stepped down the trail. I was like, wow, I'm here.
0: There's a draw. There is a, there's a, a, a legitimate pull.
1: Absolutely. Um, and, and so for people that, so for, for, for that yearning that people have, whatever, however it gets there in your gut, that calling that says you know i 'm going to hike i 'm going to hike that damn trail i 'm going to hike it um, I want to i want to be a part of it I want to connect to it what 's the alternative of not doing it because of this particular incident or because of fear what 's the alternative what sitting you know going back to work and i I, I use this as a metaphor so i don 't mean it literally. But you know, going back to the cubicle at work, and, and looking outside through the window, that's the alternative. Um, going if back you to,
0: if you even have a window, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even if I,
1: right right right, uh, could big caveat there. <laughs> could be could be in the basement. Um, but what's the alternative? You know what what is the alternative by saying you know okay well you know oh man I'm not going out there. Well, okay then, you know, you know, there's, the alternative is for, for, for Ronald Sanchez, who had been on tour in Iraq, um, three tours of duty, I think I read his and everything that he went through, his alternative was either I hike and heal or I go back to that Craziness that I was in, and so he chose to move forward and heal, and that's that's the memory that we want to remember that's that's what I'm going to concentrate on is that he sought to heal, and what better way to heal from fear of this incident is to hit the trail and go because the trail will will heal all of us um, because it's not going anywhere and there's there's so many more magical moments and more beautiful uh, things that we are all going to experience as a hiking community and i will be damned if i let uh this incident or any incident at all in my life dictate what i'm going to do as far as living out a dream or living out a goal or chasing that burning desire of wanting to accomplish something bigger than myself. Um, I will not let fear stand in my way. I'm going to walk right through it and get to the other side, take a deep breath and say, I walk through fear because I think that's, I think that's what Ronald did. Um, God bless him. And I think, um, I think that's what we we just all stand as a community and and we walk through that fear together. You know, I I read a uh, um I read a post um and it it did it made me really sad. It was a uh, a female who said, "Well, you know, I've been now what do I do? I've been planning for a year. Yeah. What do I do now?" And uh you know, I don't normally respond on anything with Facebook. Or social media um and i didn't respond to that but i wanted to call her up i wanted to i almost messaged her i'm like i can tell you what to do hike the damn trail you know um your 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 dream or your uh, desire to hike it is bigger than any incident um that that can happen so um i hope sh- whoever you are, I hope you, I hope you put on your backpack, you put one foot in front of the other and you hike through that fear. There's nothing better as far as building self-esteem and self-accomplishment than, than walking through fear. Um, And it also reminded me of um, the book um, wild. Um, Remember the movie with Reese Witherspoon um, backpacking the PCT. And, you know, um, it was a great line, uh, in the movie when she was um, pretty, you know, messed up before she set foot on the trail and randomly she saw the book about the Pacific crest trail and in, in the books a little bit different, but in the movie she, um, picks up the book and, you know, she says, I'm going to, I'm going to walk, I'm going to walk uh, she said, "I'm gonna um, walk towards beauty. I'm gonna walk to beauty again, or something like that, right?" Ariane? Am I, I know the uh, book is a little bit different than the movie. Yeah, I, can't, I don't I'm know gonna, that I can I'm, quote she, that she, specifically, she but was, she's
0: gonna she's gonna walk towards better. She's
1: yeah, I'm gonna, gonna walk back better. into beauty. That's what she says, you know, and 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 that's what we do. That's exactly what that we do in our lives. No matter what happens, trust the trail isn't always about hiking a trail it's about trusting that everything's going to be okay and there's a bigger reason things happen that we have no freaking clue as to why and i would imagine at some point in time throughout our lives um when this story gets told again 10 years from now that we're going to hear a story of how this impacted somebody um and they were able to do something great and um, life is weird that way. Um, but um, that's kind of the mystery of life is that we don't know what we don't know. So, um, you know, I'm not going to change anything. I trust to trail more today than I do, than I, I have ever. And I, I hope for all of our listeners out there that, Um, that know about the story that you just keep on hiking. For the people that um, are now leery about it, do not let anything in your life that you want to do, do not let fear stand in your way. Walk through it, hike through it. Um, And for people that have said, well, Um, There's no way I'm going to hike alone by myself. Okay, great. Totally respect that. Then you find a partner, grab that partner by the hand, and say, "Let's do the trail." Because you know why? It's more important that you're out there. It's more important that you're actually on the trail of your life, living your dream, connecting to even if it's even if it's for a day, even if it's a day hike. It's more important that you're out there healing you and facing your fear than it is at home. So if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. You know, whatever you need to feel comfortable to get on the trail, you know, for the love of everything, holy, (laughs) take that step because that's, you know, and you, and you get support from your, uh, from your, your trail community. So, um, I don't know. Um, I love our Facebook group. Um, I just want to shout out to the people that belong to our group. Thank you for being uh, who you guys are. Um, We have never had anybody in our group um, say anything negative. Um, It's probably the most positive group that I belong (laughs) to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's probably a little, uh, selfish or narcissistic to say since, you know, I'm the admin, but, uh, (laughs) um, I, I love, I love our group. Um, I think, um, you know, it's funny because, you know, fear is actually a secondary emotion. Um, anger is a primary. And so a lot of times, you know, we say things, um, because we're angry, but it's really, sometimes it becomes, because we're a little, um, you know, fearful too. So, um, I think we just need to be nice to each other, support each other, try to understand where the other person is coming from. If they, you know, have a fear, if they have an issue or if they want to talk about it, you know, sometimes as Ariane tells me all the time, (laughs) sometimes she needs to vent and I don't need to say anything. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I believe that conversation occurred the past several days.
1: <laughs> I think it happens twi- at least twice a day. <laughs> but so, I, I and I, I think that's I, what social media. They're, they're, for some reason, people on, on social media they they feel like they need to answer that back, and you know, like I think that's what, I think you have taught me single handedly that that person could be venting and probably does not want to hear what I think. And so, <laughs> <laughs> um, and but, you taught me that because, um, you know,
0: because, yeah, I do so so much to you, but yeah, I I do think that as a natural inclination of being a human being and having strong emotions about something that affects our our community. Um, it, something just d- d- done um, in finality to somebody who who wasn't asking for it uh, you know it, it, it it's it's normal for us to need to kind of close that out um, and feel uh, for everybody that was involved um, because Nobody wants it to happen to us, you know. We 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 don't want we don't want the same experience for ourselves, and I think that's a natural inclination. and And this topic in particular stirs up an enormous amount of both fear, uh, which is a normal reaction, but also anger. and In that anger, um, I think there's a lot of things that are misunderstood in relay to the events that occurred um and just trying to have that open space to be able to to talk about our fears our angers um the 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 loss that we feel for somebody we never even knew directly
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: and it, you know just the nervousness that 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 is pretty normal for people to feel but also using that as a as a platform and a space to very openly get that off of our chest uh you know out of our gut and move forward with how how to not let that dictate our movements moving forward and i and i and i think more than anything what happened it deepens me at my core on so many different emotions. It's so complex, and I know that other people are experiencing something very similar. Um, but I think what worries me more is that misguided information or uh, allowing people's uh, fear for those that they want to protect um, kind of becoming a a, a grounding level for, no, I, you don't want to do that. That's not safe. You know, the, the woods are not safe. And, right. and that's yeah. what I don't want to see occur through something well as it's tragic false. as has occurred.
1: And it's false. And it's, it's just not true. Right. It's just not true. So um, I tend to look at statistics, um, you know, and uh, if that was, if that was the benchmark nobody would leave the house, <laughs> so, um, so I want to kind of end um, with a quote I saw a message um, on the hiker yearbook uh, and Odie just wanted to, if you listen to our podcast at all just want to say we love you man um, more than you more than you know and the hiker community loves you and you're a hell of a guy um, so um, there was a photograph today of the the three hikers that were involved in this incident, uh, their uh, photograph, it's a great photograph of their feet um, on the Appalachian trail. And it, it says, these are the feet of the three survivors. They are doing well, a little broken, but nowhere near defeated. They want to thank everyone in the hiking community for their love and support and let you guys know they are strong. Their collective message to the community is keep going, keep hiking and stay forever. Hashtag AT strong. And that's exactly what everybody should do. Uh, this podcast is absolutely dedicated um, to stronghold uh, loving memory of you, dude. Um, you know, um, and loving memory of you. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, give it a shout out on iTunes, uh, we really again thank you to all our Facebook members. You guys are great. Thank you to all of our Patreon members. You guys are great. Our podcasts are always available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, all the, all the uh, you know the main players. Um, you can find us anywhere. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening, and um, you know being supportive. Thank you for all the questions this week. We're gonna take a step forward tomorrow and move on. And um, we, we, hope, um, we hope you guys do too. Um, if you ever have any issues or fears or problems uh, about getting on the trail, contact us, um, call us. Um, our phone number is readily available out there. <laughs> um, emails are readily available. We don't really hide anything. So, uh, and we love, we would love to hear from you. So you guys take care, stay strong. Um, and remember, the trail does ultimately give you everything that you want and that you need in your life Um, remember sometimes it's none of our business what's around the corner we just have to keep walking through the fear so trust the trail and we'll see you guys later thanks for listening
0: bye you guys